redlining pilots, ammo explosions, and critical hits. We go through a Battletech brawl over the holidays. Welcome to Trident Wargaming, a podcast dedicated to all aspects of tabletop wargaming. Your hosts are Bill and Andy. Hey everybody and welcome back to Trident Wargaming. This is episode 48 and it's a holiday Battletech Brawl edition. Uh, So today we're going to be talking obviously about Battletech. With me is Bill, my co-host. Going on? It's happening, everybody. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's been going. We've been uh, on holidays here, so it's uh, it's great. <laughs> so yeah. with the uh, this episode, um, we had some good brawling over the weekend with our uh, one of our newest favorite games, BattleTech. Oh yes. So, but first, I think uh, we'll probably do our usual hobby progress. Yeah. Updates. So, uh, if you want to start, Bill. Hobby progress. There has been, there has been some. I successfully got the last couple mechs I was looking for for my Grey Death Legion. Shout out, Hell. Yeah. Again, <laughs> um, no, it, it's been nice. Yeah, I've been able to track down a Griffin and a Wolverine, and uh, the Wolverine I have one, but you know they used a couple. It's that Griffin that uh, is the real prize. So uh, it was really cool um, being able to get the box uh, set from them, and I also have a couple um, prints that I got to kind of flesh out my squad I uh, ended up getting a victor and an assassin done nice so shout out phil and yeah it's pretty sweet like i'm looking forward to getting everything sprayed up i got all my colors picked out i kind of was testing out a model i might even sneak peek it on the the dirty old gram a little bit later <laughs> um but yeah no it, it's been it's been pretty uh pretty good that way uh Clan mechs have not been forgotten. There is more more joining the ranks, so I've got to get them all kind of done up and ready to roll. Um, yeah, pretty uh, pretty heavy into some Battletech stuff right now. And then also uh, LBO. been getting all my 30k heresy stuff prepped up. Mm-hmm. And uh, just actually making some of the last uh, pushes to get everything ready for priming uh by this weekend here so i can get a little bit of action in over the holidays um it's going to be it's going to be a little bit of a push but uh honestly it goes quick uh, especially with that that trusty airbrush oh doesn't it ever eh mm-hmm. so like and, and it's don't get me wrong airbrush doesn't be all end all you can still rattle can you can even paint by brush there's ways but it's just for myself, I found, yeah, if you want to, you know, squeeze a good solid five hour, like hobby session in, you can probably spray up an army and that's not just one color, multiple, right? But, uh, how about yourself, Andy? What have you been doing? Oh, a little bit of everything, of course. Um, mm-hmm. battles as, as usual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got my digits everywhere. Right. It's like, what's Andy doing today? What's the flavor today? Um, Battletech wise, um, kind of jumped in with some of my free worlds league, uh, the Merrick forces, the, uh, the first guard, um, kind of picked a few mechs. I, I made a list for, for this game that we were going to play, but never actually ended up using them. Um, just didn't get them painted. So I, I did do a, a trial mech. Ooh, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I uh, I got I got my mechs all cleaned up and and ready to go primed. I ended up putting my base colors on it, uh, you know, white with an off-white kind of look to them. And then uh, I ended up actually doing the Griffin um, in the colors, the uh, the white, purple, and then some 
you know gray uh, posted it on the instagram there so most of the guys probably mm. have already seen it and it, yeah, turned, and it looks good yeah it, it turned out pretty good it's my style that i've been doing you know even with my steiner forces and my wolf forces um so it, it turned out pretty good uh excited to to do it with the other ones i like i have uh have an orion and an awesome a raven a trebuchet and a crusader so um try to pick some different mechs that i haven't really used in my steiner forces so um and most of these there's a theme with this little um unit that i had here and it was uh, lrms and narcs and, and and whatnot right i wanted to try that out in the game so uh, which i mean we can talk about that a little later uh, but yeah he turned out pretty good and those guys are, are ready to go just gotta get some time in on them um, of course there's always more steiner and wolf mechs to play around with as well uh, other than that, uh, the heresy train never stops, of course. <laughs> as never, we both know. Never. Um, <laughs> I put a pretty good session in here early in the week. Um, I had a lot of uh, tinkering to do with, with lists and uh, finally kind of got one that I'm, I'm fairly satisfied and happy with that I think I'll do well with. So I started messing around with my miniatures and realized... Uh, crap i gotta change a lot of things so finally got that done got got everything you know uh fixed up or or converted to where i needed to be got that primed and put down the uh you know nice layer of white uh on on all those miniatures that i, I ended up um, getting ready and and then sealed so yeah a lot of good you know progress on that and progress on on some of the mechs were, were pretty good so yeah just kept on uh kept on trucking and then uh, of course more 3d printed terrain for BattleTech, of course so yeah days off means like all day hobby day for me so <laughs> i'm uh, fortunate enough that i could do that so uh, well, just picture when you're going over your list and tinkering through everything that sunny of philadelphia meme the guy the mad scribblings on the conspiracy meme, just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't worry everything. i have a whiteboard with all these equations and you know yeah. who's the kingpin and who's the <laughs> you know what i mean it's all leading in yeah. i got pictures pinned everywhere you know <laughs> uh that's actually bolt action for me because uh <laughs> projects for 2022 involve terrain so there's gonna be a lot of pictures and uh references that i'm gonna be printing out and trying to recapture for for some tables hopefully i feel it so awesome so yeah that's kind of where that's sitting at uh hoping hoping you guys out there got some good hobby time as well and if you did share with us because we love seeing that please do yeah no we we definitely we like to hear about it. We like to see the pictures you guys are sharing. Uh, it's, yeah, that's what it's all about. That's what the hobby is about. Mm -hmm. So, so yes. Oh, and, and we, I almost forgot actually. I'm just looking at my notes here and uh, we did get some more printed mechs for our whole Somerset oh, uh, yeah. little campaign that we're doing there. Mm -hmm. um so i know our next mission is um pretty much this big open battle where the strikers are supposed to survive and you know um wait for the reinforcements to come down and in this mission um i know bill's got to get a quite a few mechs done up don't worry, your your turn's coming, boy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm looking at them right now in front of me. Like, <laughs> yeah, and it, just just to recap, in case you you know you missed the last one, I basically ended up getting uh, three more summoners and another hunchback that I have to paint. Mm -hmm. Which uh, you know that's it's a lot. You want to make them look cool, right? So definitely uh, put my thinking cap on and break up some colors. Luckily, I do have. 
uh, double mad dogs and whatnot, and uh, double mad cats and stuff painted. So that's that's a little bit of a relief, but no, definitely it's, and even for myself because um, like the 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 strikers I have pretty much painted uh, a couple of you know other miniatures to get for that, but this next set is the uh, Wotan Tamar March Militia. And there's like, I think, four Centaurians, three Wolfhounds, and a Mauler. Oof. So, yeah, I, I've kind of been looking at the cartoon and, and then comparing them to the actual databases that have that uh, um, unit and checking out the colors, and like they're totally different. So, um, just going with the cartoon and, uh, yeah, it'll just be kind of that random force of, you know, maybe some dirty mercs or something down the road, but for now I'll paint them up they'll probably have some kind of beige and brown or gray and dark gray camo and then, uh, go from there. So that'd be, it'll be good. It'll be fun. It's nice. A couple of different poses. So each of the centurions are different and so same with the wolfhounds. So that'd be fun. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much hobby progress. And uh, let's get on to the main event, I guess. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. You've been so patient. You've listened to our hobbying. Now it's time. <laughs> now it's time for the meat and potatoes. So we had a uh, holiday uh, brawl. And uh, it was the 3v2 Battletech game. Uh, each player had 9k yeah. BV, which I know, I know, you guys are thinking, oh man, those guys are so outnumbered. They were. We um, were. But we were playing Intersphere Visits Clan, and uh, it was one hell of a game for sure. But um, the forces were interesting to see what, what everybody had taken and, and, you know, how many mechs people have had and and whatnot so after you know having a few games uh, this current year and most of the guys that we're playing with are good friends they're actually fairly new to battletech so yeah. they've experiment definitely experimented with you know gunnery and piloting skill right so you can see in their forces now that it's like oh, okay okay you, you you paid for some uh you paid for some gunnery on these guys like mm -hmm. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, it was great. There was a lot of different mechs on the board, um, you know, uh, Catalyst games, mechs, and also uh, 3D printed mechs, of course. Um, but, yeah, all on the board, different mechs. Some mechs we haven't seen. Um, True. You know, the Imp, never seen that one before. Um, didn't even realize they had a miniature for it in the, in the print studios. So that was yeah, pretty that's, cool. That's the an alternate um, imp uh, model. Mm -hmm. The original one's like a really grown up, ugly version, and I I say that seriously <laughs> of the uh, urban mech. Yeah, exactly. It's it's the one that I told you guys before. I go wait till you see this thing. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, it was interesting. You know, we even had, uh, one of our friends there brought some of the old pewter miniatures too. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so throwback. Um, so yeah, cause we, yeah, we had an imp, we had a devastator. There was like a thug and an Apollo, which we've never seen before. Yep. And, uh, it's funny cause the thug I just recently got, um, in the new plastic kits and then looking at it at the pewter kits, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> whoa they look similar yeah. but they are definitely different you know um obviously updated but either way it's it's cool to see some of this retro stuff even for myself because like i still remember picking up the original hunchback 2c and the original centaurian you know and then looking at the also famous dancing orion in pewter you know that oh uh, yeah is is those miniatures were at the time cool now not so much <laughs> it was the 90s you guys yeah. <laughs> you know we all were there so um but yeah that there was a lot of good stuff there and and the one of the best things about it is we were all painted 
that's yeah that right. definitely made it um top notch right always chasing that hashtag fully painted it really does bring everything like together um especially when you've got it all on the on the sheet you're playing your games it, it was it was a lot of fun we did play on uh, paper sheets yes that's round. right that's right uh, and uh it was crisp as shit man <laughs> awesome yeah it makes it it's a bit of a difference eh? like it is versus the neoprene yeah i um because i came from paper, playing on the paper sheets and yeah everything was pretty clear until they started getting into some of the later more detailed sheets and this was like right when i kind of got out of it um and then now with these new sheets that they've done up like they're even crispier than the classics and Mm -hmm. very very you know clean like there was like a level seven antenna that we didn't even realize till we actually got close to it and like i looked and i'm like what the heck yeah which is cool because you don't see that that often but it it did take part of the game right so oh it did (laughs) um just touching base on like the forces so yeah it was a 3v2 um the inner sphere barbarians Mm -hmm. decided to you know try to take a base that the clans were holding yeah. and we kind of made a unique um, objective. Basically they had five turns to come in off table ledge in two waves to break through and blow up four out of the seven buildings. And we kind of did like an ad hoc really quick um, browse in the book. Andy had his reading spectacles on hardcore Mm-hmm looking for all the info we decided that's right we we decided 150 uh, armor points per building um just to make it you know decent because normally it's anywhere from 15 to like 60 and up per hex so we just made it flat per building kept track of it uh curtis was doing that which was a really clever idea the way he had it drawn out yeah exactly But yeah, basically it had to blow up a bunch of bases. There was one really big fat daddy base on the very far right rear to our line. Um, We made that one like 350 points because there were six of the little baby ones. Yeah, And uh, that was kind of like going to be the Hail Mary. And (laughs) as we, you know, we were kind of looking at, okay, how can we deploy... So we set up from the middle. All right, we'll do six X's back. They have to come in from edge. So we got we got the advantage because we're we're up. We get to kind of deploy first. We're in defensive positions, and uh, the plan was pretty solid. I have to admit, you know, the Crusaders were they were on point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and like you know, don't forget this was like a, a completely like custom mission that we just did. You know, yeah. um, originally we we're going to do one-on-ones, but, uh, you know, we had everybody there at the time. We're like, yeah, let's have a big game. Right. And then, uh, yeah. we, uh, we ended up just kind of, yeah, just thinking together of this, this mission. And, um, due to the fact that, you know, the, the clans were severely outnumbered, yeah. um, we decided, okay, well, let's, let's have the two waves, which was ingenious, you know? Um, and you decided each player decided like half of their force would come in in the first wave kind of thing, right? Which was cool because it gave everybody a chance to deploy and actually use what they brought. Right. So, um, so yeah, it it was good for that. The, the buildings and the construction points or structure points, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but, um, we kind of were trying to figure out, well, what's a number for it? And uh, I think 150 we went with. 150, yeah. Yeah, per building. So, um, and there was a there was a couple other things that you know we could have thrown in there because it was kind of, um, which we did, but it never came up with like the skidding and whatnot. I think everybody yeah. was pretty vigilant with not trying to do that. Yeah, um, no one wanted to skid on no, pavement. Nobody wanted to be the thunderbolt that face planted into rubble. Um, so. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so it was, it was pretty cool for 
this was actually our first time as a group playing an actual mission yeah right because it's it's all of our games have been literally just destroy the other side right yeah um and which i've i've noticed and it could be wrong I mean, i'm sure somebody will will point it out but uh a lot of the scenario books that i have looked into so far a lot of them are pretty much destroy the enemy force right yeah. <laughs> kill those guys yeah which i get i mean it is but i know us coming from other games you know there's uh there's other ways of of making those missions fun really fun right so um that's that's the best way to do it right is come up with something where you yeah you can all have a good time and still you know uh, still roll dice and mm -hmm. no matter what everyone gets to play exactly so it was it was good and like when we say the clan mechs were outnumbered like i'm talking so between myself and star captain hell we had eight mechs four each yeah all right and they were beautiful machines of clan superiority <laughs> and we were we were fighting 17 inner sphere mechs that's right they came on in two waves but there were 17 in total so it, it was definitely uphill uh, there was a unique kind of swampy tree encircled feature just center of the board just off center mm -hmm. and uh, my big idea was to try and hold the flank and just be the dam to that massive surge of doom coming for our base and i have to say you know overall i felt my plan was decent um i know come turn two three i kind of abandoned the the teamwork part and i just went in balls deep and started doing my thing but i was buying you know star captain hal some 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 room giving him some breathing room so he could actually start trying to take out some mechs but the the clash of mechs on that one flank was obscene yeah obscene. that uh yeah phil brought just <laughs> he brought <laughs> devastation on that flank <laughs> yeah he did well he had so yeah he was rocking um three heavy like three heavy boys uh, assault. assaults i want to say yeah yeah um that's yeah he had the imp the devastator and a zeus Mm, that's right look, i forgot that about the zeus, zeus. looked pretty legit yeah and then he rolled up with five little guys he had three commandos and two fleas that's right and yeah when those little guys came in on turn three it was like oh god like the the game changed quite a bit it was very much like damage mitigation as much as you could yeah i was uh watching that right flank start to push like i was in the center corridor kind of dishing it out with a couple of bills max but also like concentrating firepower on the buildings because the main objective you know um so like phil's merc group pretty much is what i'm calling them you know they were in there doing some some heavy lifting and uh my steiner forces in the middle helping out and then curtis's draconis combine forces on the left side just trying to swoop in and take us take buildings out as much as he could right yeah um but yeah it got like really gritty towards probably mid late game yeah um that that line that you were trying to hold on the on our, my right side was uh um pretty crazy like there was a lot of parts flying off of mechs i think <laughs> in that area the oh, amount man. of criticals the amount of criticals that phil rolled was in, incredible yeah so, <laughs> you know it was definitely definitely obscene there was uh so much like so much destruction uh my poor hunchback to see you know pytor he was rolling up but just because of positioning and the way some of the uh, terrain features were with like the triple stack woods or the light mm -hmm. the heavy in front I just I didn't have any real lines of sight until turn three where I was close enough to start doing stuff and uh 
the AC, the Ultra AC twenties, you know, those things clap, man. They they hit hard. I didn't down any mechs, unfortunately, <laughs> but they they were blowing they were blowing pieces off. Um, I ended up taking a Hellbringer and then two Mad Dog Primes. It's my one of my favorite mechs, and surprisingly enough, like they really held the line. Like my poor Kristen Redmond uh, stand-in, she had her leg just completely blown off. Ammo explosion blowing half my torso and the arm away it it was ugly she she didn't have an honorable death either she she was either getting shot in the back of the in the back of the head by a mech or I was about to get like just shit kicked by an assault so yeah i, uh, I figured there was brutal. a big stomp happening to the cockpit yeah, kind of thing so did i i was like ah oh, shit yeah but it was it was a lot of fun it really was no, there's a lot of good things in that game too, and there's a couple things that you know that did come up as well. Um, mm-hmm. Looking a little deeper into it, you know, um, still newer to the game with rules because there's so many of them, but um, you know, weapons and, and stuff taking critical hits, uh, even though they might have multiple slots. That one came up where, mm-hmm. yes, you know, yes, it happened to Bill in his auto cannon twenties, right? His ultras, so. Yeah, as soon as you take a critical to that section, so mine being left torso, right torso, right, and the weapon gets hit, that's it. The weapon's gone. Yeah. it. You might have, like, say, on uh, my hunchback, I think it's, like, three or four slots for the Ultra AC-20, and no, it's gone. Like, you can still take hits on the other ones, but the, as far as the weapon goes, it, it's toast. Yeah. Which I didn't really consider when i was starting to like you know pick these mechs and i was like oh that's oh gross like it's knowing that is is a big thing and then we also found out about the case like case is awesome but it still sucks because you still get your torso blown off right yeah and 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 again like you know being out of it for a while like i remember case you know got took care of some of the, the the damage from the ammo and stuff or whatever but I didn't remember that, like, it still shears off that Torso, section. Yeah. And then, uh, whatever it is, yeah. And then that's it, right? And then also on top of that, like, in going through the book where I didn't realize this either. And um, when you lose, like, a torso, it actually does have, like, ammo in it. Um, you still have to roll to see if there's a chance of a critical even though you, you blew off the torso. So there's still a possibility that there could be an ammo explosion with further damage happening to that mech. So, um, so yeah. So, I mean, we, we played it as, as is as how we played it, and then it didn't really come up again um, down the road. So um, it was good learning experience. Uh, obviously, there's still a lot of things that, that, have, that come up and... and uh, realize that oh maybe we're doing this wrong or oh no we were doing it right you know or uh, yeah. just something new comes up right like there's so many rules with BattleTech and so many weaponry rules as well like what does what kind of thing and and whatnot so but it's good playing these games finding this stuff out um, I know I'm definitely going to be skimming through that the books again you know just trying to stay on top of it because we do there's times where we have a little bit of a lapse of when the group gets together to play right so mm-hmm. um but yeah just seeing some of the weapons being used and gauze rifles how powerful Ugh. they can be especially with headshots so yeah. um but yeah, yeah. That, that did happen yeah, there was criticals, there was ammo explosions, there was headshots, there was a couple mechs fell down, lost their legs, you know. A um, couple of light mechs literally got, like, railed the minute they showed up. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that was, that's true. They swarmed, man. Oh, they did. They were able to take two down. Then the other ones came in and just let loose. Yeah, they were, they were starting to come around the back end of that direwolf of Hal's. And that yeah, that were. could have been scary too. Just like, oh boy, 
Um, my mechs took some good damage. Um, the I think it was the Wolverine, Wolverine and Thunderbolt. One of them, like literally, a salvo came in and like stripped its left side of armor from torso to to, to foot, pretty much. <laughs> I think that was from your uh, one of your vultures, actually. Yeah, I think that was on the Thunderbolt because I. I kind of remember the turn after that thing was on the rubble and face planted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I tried to push forward and just did not make the roll and down I went. So uh, that was that was funny. Everybody was making jokes about that one. So, but um, yeah, regardless, I mean, we went, we went, what was it? Was it five turns, six turns we went? Five, five, five rounds, turns? yeah. Yeah, so we went five turns. We had gotten, I believe, two of the buildings destroyed, and a third building was pretty much crippled, almost on its way to being destroyed. Um, then we would have had one more to go, but I think it probably there's a good chance we would probably be pretty stalled out to get to that fourth one, because um, there was a fair bit of distance to get to them. And yeah. there was still the second, the second set of forces, especially the heavy ones like my Marauder, you know, moved as fast as he could, but he couldn't quite catch up. You know, um, I'm probably looking at, I don't know, we'd probably sweep that right side, your left side, Bill. Yeah. Or, um. um Probably would have swept that side, taking hits, maybe some casualties. But, like, they'd be tied up there pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you still had the Dire Wolf. You still had um, Shadowcat Storm was Crow. coming in, Stormcrow, yeah. and the Arctic Cheetah was there as well. So Yeah, most, most of uh, Star Captain Hal's stuff was actually <laughs> alive. And I noticed, you know, those smoke jaguars... Uh, they used me as a meat shield, and I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, in all honesty, I, I did it to myself, and I, I really did. I pushed in super aggressive and really tried to uh, make a parking lot, which it, I, I do feel it was successful. Um, but, yeah, there was, man, there was so many mechs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll definitely be posting pictures of, you know, some of the close-up pics from the game on the Instagram just so, you know, so everyone can kind of peek and take a look at all the nicely painted models. Cause yeah, it, it was, it was a really, really cool looking game. Yeah, it was it definitely was. And we'll definitely be having more of those. I think, uh, come new year, I think we'll probably try to plan on getting together, you know, each month or whatever. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll talk with the group there and, try to get something going and probably exactly probably try to pull the pin on on something after january mm-hmm. and uh have guys just yeah commit and let's do it you know let's let's play it mm-hmm. out let's see how it goes and um let's see if there's a campaign or something maybe that chaos campaign that i was looking at or or whatever right just here's some bb yep. let's do it um yep. And then there is uh, just, yeah, a great time, really, uh, with all the guys getting together. Everybody was pretty pleased and, and uh, had a lot of fun. So, yeah, well, how can you not, right? Yeah. We're all having some uh, some smokies, some battle beers. Yeah. <laughs> rolling <laughs> dice. Uh, it was, it, it really was good. And that's, I, I honestly think, like, that's, that's what everybody needs, mm-hmm. you know? is some just roll dice with your buddies, have fun, you know, pew pew, shoot some mechs or bolters or, you know, M1s or whatever weapon you're using in your tabletop wargaming and just enjoy the time with people, right? Like, especially like this time of year, it's busy. You know, we, everyone's got family stuff or work or whatever the case may be, but you know, if you can manage to even, you know, slide in a game or two, you're, you're, you're laughing. You're, you know, you, no, you really sure. are living it. So for sure, for sure. And, um, you know, 
going forward 2022 i know with uh, a couple of some of the local groups here um i know there's one gentleman he's trying to start up some leagues and 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 whatnot and uh the various groups trying to get them involved yeah uh, so we'll see how that goes and then uh one of our local players he's running this small little holiday event challenge pretty much uh meet up and faces forces throughout the day and uh pretty much all comers come in and he'll fight until he's got nothing left so <laughs> Um, so that's pretty cool, you know, props to him to get that going and, and trying it out. So there's a lot of good vibes, a lot of good energy for Battletech right now. Yep. Uh, here in the city, it's like where we're at just exploded. Um, so that's yeah, pretty it's cool. It's like a Mecca. It really is. Yeah, exactly. It's a Mecca, man. We ha I haven't seen a new game take off like this since, you know, since we like jumped into heresy or we started busted out into uh, eighth when it was coming out yeah. yeah there was there was a big surge of people so and it's it's weird because like the game's been around for a long time and it's like a reinsurgence right it just it's yeah. new stuff has come out people have gone hype old players have gone hype they've seek interest in it again and people jump from other systems and they're they're interested of course and uh yeah it's just great it's just battle tech everywhere you know all the buddies yeah. are into it and uh, just having fun. And a lot of guys are having fun just painting up these units and, you know, getting a game in when they can, right? So, yeah. So it's it's fun. And, and there's a lot of stuff happening with it too. And, you know, um, sometimes it's nice to get just like a lance done and not having to worry about getting, you know, a full 100 model count army done, you know? It's true. It's true. So, really it's really flexible it lets you it lets you pick and choose like you know what units or mechs or models you want to play with and use and paint up and there's no you know there's no strict uh well it has to be this or this is your colors or you know you have to be equipped with this or show it or this or that so yeah WYSIWYG isn't really a thing and if no. you just ask yourself like what the hell does that mean it's what you see is what you get um, acronym basically online you'll see on various uh, pages but that's the nice thing is you can pretty much just tell them hey this is this chassis I'm running this variant here's my weapons oh okay cool it, it's very uh, very easy going which is nice especially coming from other games right like uh, be it yeah, heresy 40k or even you know bolt action where it's a little more i don't want to say strict but a little more enforced i guess yeah if, for easy if, play i mean if you're going going the route where you know you're you're obviously playing in tournaments and stuff like that it's a different story yeah. but yeah usually you want to represent what you're playing with and especially in games where it does matter where it's an individual unit yeah. or miniature so um but in BattleTech a max and mech and that's the chassis you know okay that's the tonnage of it so this is what it is okay cool right so um so much pain it's gonna bring <laughs> pretty much <laughs> but yeah overall it's been great it's uh been fun you know it's it's been a lot of uh memories coming back too from the younger days of playing the game and uh just seeing the sheer the enjoyment out of the friends you know playing it and things happening and the hooting and hollering of you know like an ammo explosion or somebody's fallen or something like that right yeah so. oh <laughs> yeah everyone everyone likes to jump on it and you're so, like oh shit just yeah exactly exactly so but yeah, in uh, 2022, though, we're definitely going to be pushing on the system and, and playing more and yeah, just uh, yeah, showing more, of course. I'm sure there'll be a lot of new units popping up and uh, definitely and whatnot. So, well, I know I know the main thought is basically trying to set dedicated times. Like we're really going to try and make it a once a month thing. Yep. Um, get out, you know, with the boys. 
and girls, you're allowed to come play too. And uh, just, you know, roll the dice, uh, have fun, learn the system, and try to try to keep it, I guess, consistent, right? So you kind of remember how everything's going, and you can, you know, slowly grow in the system with, you know, your fellow players. And I, I think that's a, a nice way to do it. And everybody kind of learns together if you can just set up a dedicated day. And if you can make it, awesome. If you can't, that's fine. You can still, you know, you can still come the next time and learn. So, no, for sure. That's, that's truer words right there and well met. So, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right on. What else? Uh, my Barnes and Nobles, um, Wolf Dragoons. Ah, that's finally, right. Finally coming. I got one pack so far. That's right. That's right. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they look pretty neat. They're a little expensive, but I think it's, I think it's worth it. I think um, the better the sales kick off for some of these really obscure sets, I think it'll show Catalyst that the demand is there. Like if they don't know that from the Kickstarter, I'm sure they do. But yeah, it's just every every little bit helps, right? To help grow a system. Oh, for sure, for so sure. It's, and, it, and, it, and it's curious to me, like, I know they're, I mean, they're marketing that's, they are releasing these mechs and these, these sets, right? Yeah. And you might only want one mech out of that set, which sometimes can suck. But I mean, honestly, yeah. you know, price-wise, yeah, you can't really beat that. No. So, I mean, you're paying what? maybe five bucks a miniature yeah. you know you know and i'm sure if if you are cl- buying them or collecting them you're going to have multiples anyways and if you have a group you might be trading you know this mech for that mech trying to fill in fill in different sources and stuff so uh will they bring out singles probably not but no. um to be honest i don't even know if it'd be worth it if they did probably not right like they they did do the blind boosters, yeah, the salvage packs, which I think were pretty cool. Um, but I I do know there was a lot of like, oh, I got six Lokis out of my ten, you know, yeah boxes. Well, that sucks. I read some of that online. It, right. There's yeah. ways I guess they could try and make it better. <laughs> did you shuffle? No. So. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. But but it, it, it's interesting because there is a lot of other stuff that they've brought out too like there's uh, of course there's alpha strike they've been trying to ramp up some stuff for that um, still haven't tried that so um, and then you have these pilot cards or mech cards that come with each pack and uh, it's funny because how he um, mentioned it to me and we were looking into it and uh, the the rules which are simply very simple for them are actually in the, the game of armor combat and uh, it's literally you agree on a point limit and you get to pick these pilots for these mechs and these pilots have these skills but it's only one pilot per force right because apparently some of these skills are actually very powerful so uh, we'll probably have to try that at some point later down the road definitely Um, but uh it's that was that's kind of new to me as well like they never had that before um until you started actually going into like mech warrior but um so many different aspects to to battletech right so just from and and on another note of that as well which i know hal mentioned to me as well is we haven't even done mech construction yet no it's true we haven't gone custom no so that's something to definitely look out look at and then also try um you know everybody's going to do it and and figure it out and and try to make the ultimate loadout you know to a mech that they they like and they can call their own so yeah you know um so yeah again another aspect of the game you know um so and that's the beautiful beautiful thing about the games can be keep saying it you know as simple or as detailed as you want so yeah um so yeah it's, it's pretty good 
I'm, I'm enjoying it. There's a lot of uh, different content coming out all the time too. You know, they've been uh, re-releasing some of the uh, the mats, um, and then some new ones too. Like there's an Alien World one coming out. Um, they re-released the Stratomechni Circle of Equals mat, which was pretty cool for all you clanners out there who's got some kind of trial going on. Yeah. Um, but the paper sheets as well to accompany that, and then also hexless sheets for guys who are playing Alpha Strike. So that's cool. And then, um, yeah, they, they kind of just bring out... Uh, some of the previous releases, so you get another chance at getting stuff, which is pretty neat. And I think I think I seen it recently. I have a hunch that the Calm Star stuff is going to start to filter in here soon too. Calm so, Star, um, yeah. those are probably going to be pretty hot. Oh, I suspect they will be. I know I have one of them. I have the pack with the King Crab, but. Uh, Definitely wouldn't mind getting my mitts on the other ones as well. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll uh, keep a, an eye on that. Yeah, other than that, a uh, whole bunch of more mechs and research to look at and try to apply some mm-hmm. decals to current painted mechs. And... True. Oh, you know what? That just reminds me. Talking about dirty old Comstar, I... I finished my Blood of Kerensky trilogy. Ah. I bought the books and peeked them out. and uh, Nice. Very cool. I really liked it. It really made me dislike Comstar. <laughs> um, just, you know, it's just without honor, greasy and underhanded. Mm-hmm. I did not like it. Yeah, I know. I won't talk about spoilers because... Uh, yeah, no I can kidding. Save me. Up for later. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it was. There were some, some things that I was just like, "That's that that is bullshit." <laughs> I did not like it. I was like, "That upsets me." Especially being <laughs> a avid clan fan, I. Yeah, I was. I was sad. Yeah, and I'm currently reading um, Legend of the Jade Phoenix, Volume One. Uh, luckily, I was able to snag the original books uh, from a friend of ours um, that he was giving away. So uh, pretty much um, revolves around Jade Falcon and uh, Star Colonel Aiden. Um, so Aiden Pride, I believe. And kind of his upgrowing with within the clan itself right so you you do end up learning a lot of things in it and uh it shows kind of you know their heritage and like uh, just traditions and stuff that they go through as well and also you know it, it details the warrior's life pretty much in the clans so yeah. it's it's pretty cool there's some parts in it and i won't say what parts they are um but it threw me back to the cartoon in this one scene and i'm like ah so that's what those were so it, it's definitely i'll have to slide them your way bill when i'm done done with them yeah for you'll, sure you'll enjoy them and there's a couple characters in there that i've recognized the the names to them I'm like oh okay let's see what happens here so but uh i'm definitely looking forward to checking out other novels that are maybe more from the inner sphere side of things. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you would, you would like blood of Kerensky. It does. Uh, it does a good job of bouncing back and forth between the three factions. Nice. Um, especially if you, yeah, if you're kind of, uh, you know, fresh to the universe, like very much like myself, uh, you'll probably really like it. It's thirty forty nine to thirty fifty two. And there's a lot of action that happens there. Uh, they do touch base on almost all the inner sphere factions, I believe. Because um, there's just, yeah, a lot of stuff happening at the time. Nice. The, um, before I started that, that novel there, um, I think it was last Christmas, actually, I had gotten 
uh, Children of Kerensky. And it's like Dark Age to, uh, I believe, Ilkhan. And it's talking about or has um, Alaric Ward, who's like the Khan of Clan Wolf at the time. Yeah. And of course, Ward is a familiar name. And then they mm-hmm. have um, Melvina Hazen. And she's the Khan of the Jade Falcons. She's so hardcore. She is. And it, it's interesting to see where they kind of went with that in this book as well. Um, so again, that's, it's neat. Cause like that part of the universe further, you know, past the clan invasion and dark age and all that stuff. I'm, I don't know too, too much about it. Um, so it's, it's cool to start reading that and seeing, you know, what's going on and catching up on that. So, and if there's uh yeah, if there's any other books out there, that are like super, super good. Please let us know. Because uh, the more we can get, the better. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'm always down. I, I've only got 13 uh, Heresy audiobooks left before I run out. <laughs> so I need I need something. I've got the Great Death Legion trilogy on Audible. And they're not uh, abridged or anything, thankfully. So I'll be looking uh, to jump into that pretty soon. But Nice. Yeah. Cool. I think that's probably about it for this episode. Yeah, I think so. so I think so. I'm glad. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed uh, enjoyed this round. And, uh, of course, we'll have more to come. And, you know, if, you, if you're interested on, on continuing listening to some of the stuff that we've been bringing out, you know, you can subscribe to any of our channels, check out our Instagram, Podbean, or wherever you're listening to your, um, you know, your podcasts. And then also uh, share share with us on Facebook and whatnot as well, and share what projects. And it do, obviously doesn't have to be BattleTech, but we are in a lot of different games. So yeah, share what you got. We love seeing it, you know. And uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, honor to Clan Jade Falcon, and... Smoke Jaguar. <laughs> yeah, they won the match. So well ah! met, well met. <laughs> and uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Trident Wargaming. Build it, paint it, play it.